Well, good morning. It's good to be with you once again here on Roadmap to Heaven. I'm Adam Wright. Let's start our day together, and let's start it together in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I am so happy to be with you this morning, as I am every morning. I hope your morning's off to a good start. You know, whether you've already left the house, uh, maybe you're still at home getting ready. I don't know what it is, but you do, and Well, I'm happy to be with you in this part of your morning. Today on the show, we are going to wrap up with Monsignor John Myler, our look at Mary's role in the history of our nation. And then we are also going to be hearing about, uh, well, we're going to hear a little bit about hell today. And we're also going to hear about St. Thomas Aquinas's nine ways to be an accomplice to sin. We're not going to get through all nine. I'm just going to tell you. We're going to start it today, and uh, that'll be with us for a while. And then we've got a Eucharistic teaching this morning that I think is really important, a continuation of the homily we heard from Father Jeffrey Kirby earlier this week. So that's all ahead on the show. Let's go to Mike Roberts and find out when the heat is going to get here this weekend and what's in store for us today. Today is the feast day of St. Agapetus, who was a martyr. We know of Agapetus because of the efforts of St. Jerome, who made a list of the early Christian martyrs with as much detail as he could gather so we would never forget their sacrifices and so that the rest of us would come to know Jesus through those sacrifices. Born around the start of the 3rd century, Agapetus came from an area called Palestrina, not far from Rome, and he was likely the son of nobility. In his mid-teens, he converted to Christianity and almost immediately was accused of being a Christian, a fate punishable by death. He was condemned by the Roman Emperor Aurelian and taken to the arena where he was thrown to wild beasts. However, they refused to attack him, so he was then beheaded. He was likely around 16 years old. St. Agapetus, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. A prayer for the gift of wisdom. Great is the wisdom of the Lord. God Almighty, your wisdom includes an understanding of what is fair, what is logical, what is true, what is right, and what is lasting. It mirrors your pure intellect. I entreat you to grant me such wisdom, that my labors may reflect your insight. Your wisdom expands in your creations, displaying complexity and multiplicity. Your wisdom is an eternity ahead of man. May your wisdom flourish forever. Amen. This week on Roadmap to Heaven, we have been privileged to be joined by Monsignor John Myler of the Diocese of Belleville in Illinois, talking about Mary in the history of our nation, in the history of the United States. And Monsignor, you have had many wonderful reflections for us. How will we draw this all to a conclusion today? For today, you know, I think we have to, uh, in looking at history and today, we have to go back to that first Marian moment, that first Christian moment, uh, 2,000 and 
23 years ago, uh, when God interrupted the life of this young maiden, this uh, virgin of Nazareth, and she responded with her Magnificat. Uh, when God interrupted the history of Israel uh, and prepared for the coming of the kingdom, uh, her great hymn, the Magnificat, tells us something about then and about today. Today, God interrupts uh, in times of uh, discovery and exploration, in times of uh, expansion and growth, in times of war and times of peace. It's Mary's Magnificat, as ancient as it is, but as timely as it is today. He has lifted up the lowly. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones. He has sent the rich away empty. He has filled the hungry. Like Mary, from Gabriel to Elizabeth, uh, we are to be Christians of prayer and of work, uh, of meditation and of activity, uh, mystical and yet outgoing. And we see in our own time, uh, which could be called the time of the new immigration, uh, uh, in the many titles of Mary in the litany of Loretto, Pope Francis had added one, comforter of migrants. Mary is the comforter of migrants. That's in the litany of Loretto now. And so, whereas in the past, the English, the French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, then the Italians and the Polish and the Lithuanians and the Slavs, there is a new immigration, we can't doubt it, going on in our country and throughout the world. Marian devotions are now in languages here in the United States, like Filipino, Tagalog, Creole, or Cantonese, or Mandarin, or Korean, or Mayan, or Igbo, or uh, Swahili. Uh, devotions in Ghanaian, in Haitian, in Urdu, in Vietnamese, in Indonesian, in Japanese, in Samoan, in Tongan, in Croatian, in Ukrainian, in Ukrainian. All these voices, all these voices of immigration now make up the hymn of the United States to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the hymn of the Magnificat says that the pride of the world can only be defeated by the exaltation of the lowly. That the pride of the world, to which we all have a tendency to fall, can be defeated when the humble, the lowly, the poor, and we would have to say the migrant, can be lifted up. That's a new attraction about Mary in our day. In our societal life, in Catholic social teaching, and also in our inner life, in our prayer. For Mary will continue, uh, as she has for centuries, as she has uh, for millennia, to be there here in the United States with the joys and the hopes and the griefs and the anxieties of people today, so that all generations will call her blessed.
Well, Monsignor, this has been a wonderful week of reflections, and I, I want to thank you for sharing them with us. Every day we end the show by encouraging our listeners to pray the rosary, to draw close to the Blessed Mother, and I'm sure they appreciate hearing someone else give them some wonderful reasons other than me just saying that at the end of the show. So thank, thank you, you for being with us. Thank you for doing that, Adam, and it's my pleasure to be with you. Could I ask you to close out our week together with a, a prayer to the Blessed Mother and a, a, for our sure, listeners? Sure, sure. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. So inspired by this confidence, we fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, our mother. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, knowing that you would never fail us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven. We will be back after this. The B1 Prayer Eternal Father, at the Last Supper, your Son prayed that all who bear his name might be one. Send the Holy Spirit upon us to make us one in Christ. Strengthen our faith in you. Lead us to love one another. Unite our service to our brothers and sisters, and join us together as we build your church in our midst. Take away divisions that hinder our unity in Christ, so we may, with one mind and voice, as members of one body, praise and glorify you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We are wrapping up the week here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, talking about Proverbs, which Patty Schneier has grouped for us on several topics, including finances, work, evil, trust. Patty, what will we hear today? Well, this last group was a real challenge for me. I can kind of summarize it by saying there are a lot of Proverbs about our tongue, about anger, and about quarreling. So let's look at some of these Proverbs. Proverbs 11, verses 12 and 13. He who reviles his neighbor has no sense, but the intelligent man keeps silent. A newsmonger reveals secrets, but a trustworthy man keeps a confidence. Chapter 17 and 18 says this, even a fool, if he keeps silent, is considered wise. If he closes his lips, intelligent. The fool's mouth is his ruin. His lips are a snare to his life. In chapter 12, it says, the fool immediately shows his anger, but the shrewd man passes over an insult. Chapter 17, the start of strife is like the opening of a dam. Therefore, check a quarrel before it begins. Chapter 19 says this, the man of violent temper pays the penalty. Even if you rescue him, you'll have to do it again. In chapter 18, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who make it a friend shall eat its fruit. He who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from trouble. Whoa, when I listen to all of those, I think to myself, if I could just remember these pithy sayings, right? The bottom line, it's better to keep my mouth shut more often than not. <laughs> That's what these Proverbs are challenging me. I don't know how they're challenging you. But my favorite actually comes from 29, an ill-tempered man 
stirs up disputes, and a hot-headed man is the cause of many sins. So let's all check our anger today, check our words, and choose maybe to remain silent in at least one situation where we would otherwise say something negative. That all comes from the book of Proverbs. I can't help but wonder if there are so many Proverbs on this topic because we need them. Patty, thank you for sharing these daily doses of encouragement on Proverbs. And if you'd like to share them with a friend, be sure to visit the Daily Dose of Encouragement podcast at ourcatholicradio.org. Well, we did something new last night. One of our daughters has decided after years of playing soccer that she doesn't want to play soccer anymore. She would like to play volleyball. Now, I think maybe once she had played volleyball in gym class, and that's it. But we signed her up for volleyball anyway, and last night was the first volleyball practice. And it's not even at her school. Uh, There weren't enough girls from her class that wanted to play to form a team so they had to join up with a neighboring parish and they're playing with their school i was nervous i was tense as we walked in we had never been there before we didn't really know anyone except for one player on the team and my daughter who had maybe played volleyball once in gym class looked around not knowing exactly what to do but then before i could even say anything before i had a moment to worry Her friend from her school grabbed her by the hand and said, come over here, I'm going to show you what to do. And they started hitting volleyballs back and forth, and she was showing her how to bump and how to set and how to underhand serve and how to hit it against the wall to do a little bit of practice, one on, you know, just by yourself. And then they were doing it back and forth. And the coach and I looked at each other, and I introduced myself to the coach, and she introduced herself to me, and we looked at Amelia, my daughter, and said, well, she's going to be just fine. She's going to be just fine. And sure enough, we watched that entire practice from the lobby of the gym, and she was just fine diving into something new. Why do I share this story with you this morning? Well, the point is this. How often do we encourage others to maybe take up that new prayer routine? Especially here on Roadmap to Heaven, how often do we encourage others to pray the rosary each and every day? And maybe, maybe there's someone out there that Well, they really want to try, but they've never done that before, and they're not quite sure of what to do. And rather than say something like, what do you mean you don't know how to pray the rosary? Which is what I was kind of afraid was going to happen last night. What do you mean you don't know how to play volleyball? You've never played volleyball before, and here you are on this team? No, what if we just said, well, here, let's do it together. I'll show you. Let's get started. Here we go. Let's dive right in. Let's think about that as we invite others around us to join us in prayer, especially if it's prayer they've never prayed before. Not to question or criticize, but to just say, hey, I'm right here with you. We're going to do this together. You'll have it in no time. And I'll tell you what, like my daughter, at the end of practice last night, you'll have a pretty good grip on the basics. You'll know what to do. You may not be great at it yet, but you'll know what to do and what to practice to get better. That's a lesson. You know, and these are the lessons that kids teach us, right? I would not have learned that lesson last night if it weren't for having kids. So I'm grateful that God has blessed us with our family. Uh, You know, that said, there are lots of lessons I've learned before that as well. 
Next week on the show, we have something really special in store. Speaking of kids, have you ever heard those questions that kids ask and you just kind of shake your head or maybe put your hand over your, your palm over your face? And you say, I can't believe they just asked that. But then you chuckle a little and then you think, wait a minute, that actually is a really good question. Well, we're going to have an opportunity for that next week here on Roadmap to Heaven. So be sure to tune in. Until then, well, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Stay cool in the coming heat. Be safe. Check up on your neighbors. Maybe spend some time at the pool as we wrap up these last few weeks of summer. It's certainly going to be hot enough to merit that. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. Thanks for being with us on Roadmap to Heaven today. And as always, I leave you with this reminder. The Blessed Mother wants you to pray your rosary today.